Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> we Here we go! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, delicious, delightful, beautiful, gorgeous, magical world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my co-host, Lilla Rue, acknowledging my fabulous little feline co-creator over here. Um, if you have never, ever stopped by and you're just landing on this little load of fun for Friday, um, or whatever day you're finding it, <laughs> thank you for happening by, and I wonder what brought you here, what's ready to pop. What's ready to show up? What question mark is ready to bust your universe wide open? And if you have been here playing with me on a whatever kind of basis you play, <laughs> thank you so much for being a contribution to this show, to these conversations, to my life, um, to my adventures, and to my creations, and, and to all of the, the co-creating that we're doing, whether we're acknowledging it or not. Um, just thank you for, for being all that. <laughs> <laughs> I am so grateful, and I love getting to do this every Friday uh, morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time is just becoming, well, for the last, wow, guys, almost three years now. I am just short of three years on the radio, yo. How does it get even better? <laughs> and if you don't know anything about me, well, sorry. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> You can actually look me up on the Inspired Choices <laughs> website. Um, it's inspiredchoicesnetwork.com in case you're not listening on the site at this moment because we do have so many options that we stream our shows through. So you could be hearing us in many different venues. But if you ch click on over to the inspiredchoicesnetwork.com website, um, you can actually find my host page and just look for Living Beyond Linear. You'll read a little bit about me. You can also find me on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear. You can also email me, Keisha, at livingbeyondlinear.com. And for those of you who've played with me on any, if you've heard me ever at all, you might be noticing my voice sounds a little bit different today. Yes, <laughs> body has been working through some stuff this week, so we're playing with that sexy radio voice <laughs> today, <laughs> so I hope you like it, and if it doesn't work for you, that's okay, too. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of having fun with it. Um, so, golly, Wally, Polly, what are we going to talk about today? Well, you know, last week, we played with Game of Minds, and I had a really good time with that conversation. It cracked open a whole bunch of stuff for me. And I am desiring and hopeful that uh, you got to play with that conversation. If you did not, it is available in my archives. You can find it on the archives tab of my host page. You can also just click on the archives page in the blue bar near the top of the screen, and you can just go find it from there if you want. Um, and uh, we were playing with Game of Minds, which was a little bit of a continuation. It kind of sprouted off from a conversation I had a few weeks back called Enemy Mind. So we were really exploring 
this thing with the mind. And one of the really cool things from last week's conversation is I was really just bringing the energy forward of the word mind, the the original usage of the word actually was referring to memory. Um, and we kind of played with all kinds of fun stuff about that in our beyond linear fashion. Uh, so this week we're talking about trading crazies. And um, it's it's not necessarily a continuation of last week's conversation. It did give rise, however, to this week's topic. Because um, I, I kind of was playing with, you know, uh, in my life, <laughs> I can say this applies to me personally. Um, what I notice is as I'm playing with what do I know, what am I aware of, what do I remember, what am I willing to remember, what am I willing to know that I know, and how much of what I know am I willing to know <laughs> that I know. Um, I haven't completely lost you at this point. Um, I am just noticing, you know, Sometimes it's a little bit of a challenge. Well, and to be quite candid, sometimes it's a whole lot of a challenge um, to to claim what we're remembering. All right, hang on. I got a Lillaroo tangling herself up in my cord here. Thank you, darling. <laughs> what is she contributing already, <laughs> I wonder? Um, so it's, sometimes it's a little bit awkward. It's a little bit challenging. It's a little bit even maybe difficult to... Acknowledge this thing we're doing out loud, right? Um, and sometimes we kind of feel like we might be a little crazy or like we might be going crazy. So that's where the energy wanted to go today was into this conversation. And we're calling it trading crazies, <laughs> partly because that's what it has to be called. And partly because um, as I started playing with the energy of it, it, it really was about, you know, how we can, we talk about all the time, we can pick whatever point of view we want to have. Uh, that's just part of how we get to play here on this planet. It's our choice. We get to choose <laughs> whether we're going to actively choose it or not. And uh, as we're doing that, like, what do you notice uh, about that process? Do you have ease with that, or do you have a little bit of a, a weirdness with that? And so, trading crazies uh, is gonna is gonna be where we jump in today. And what do you do? when you feel like you're going crazy, whatever it is that makes you feel like you're going crazy by. So do you play with questions and get clarity? Or do you go into trying to solve the problem of your crazy with another kind of crazy? Not that you would actually say it was just another kind of crazy. But a lot of us, I, I am aware in the work that I do and the people I've gotten to play with so far, what I notice is we end up oftentimes just basically trading one kind of crazy for another. So many people do choose the latter, and they wonder why they never get to feel not crazy, which is, of course, pretty crazy, right? <laughs> I know. I like to play with words. So this week's Beyond Linear Adventure is diving into crazy. What are we calling crazy that might be something else, and how do we truly change that sense of going crazy rather than simply trade it for another kind of crazy. Are you ready to stop the insanity, my darlings? <laughs> well, at least maybe slow it down. Or just choose to have more fun with it. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. <laughs> so, of course, what did I do? Uh, in part of my little 
getting into the energy of this week's conversation, I went to Etymology Online, and it's the Online Etymology Dictionary, actually, is the way I think you properly say it. And of course, I looked up the word crazy, because, you know, crazy is what we're going to play with. And um, I was kind of intrigued to find there's no big, fancy, you know, definition of crazy. And um, so crazy, the first listing is as an adjective, crazy as an adjective, is behaving as so. <laughs> um, it's from the 1610s. And then I, I think some, something got left out of this text, actually, um, because then it goes into a jazz reference. So, so what, a, what do we know about that? However... The next one that uh, got my attention is craziness as a noun. And what I found interesting about this is uh, it's from around the 1600s, and early 1600s, and um, it's actually referring to infirmity or a state of being flawed or damaged, which is the, the part of what I find interesting about that and how we refer to the experiences we have when we're going through many of this whole this this the adventures of consciousness, <laughs> if you will, for lack of a better way to describe that, uh, is we feel crazy, and yet this craziness as a noun, a state of being flawed or damaged. I wonder how many times in our many many lifetimes <laughs> we have actually chosen to interpret this adventure in consciousness, this remembering and bringing into our cognitive awareness the um, the beyond linear things that are available to us, the beyond linear aspects of us, and the non-three-dimensional or the beyond three-dimensional aspects of us. I wonder how many times we have interpreted that or, or concluded that that is a flaw or an indication of damage. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? We, we, we do this journey, we do this adventure, whatever you want to call it, that we might call consciousness. Some of us might have other names for it. But just this whole discovery process when we're exploring the question, who am I? Who are we? What are we doing here? And then we open these doors, you know, the universe responds, of course, to our question and begins to bring us information and bring us what could be something that contributes to our awareness. And then we start to think we're crazy because we're seeing something that might be really different from what is said to be normal on this planet. So how many of us are calling ourselves crazy? And that's our first place that we are going to play with. So have you called yourself crazy? Have you declared yourself crazy? Because you don't see the world the way you're quote-unquote supposed to. And of course, where I am playing with all of this material, um, the energy I'm playing with this from and the perspective that I'm playing with this from is what if we don't have to ask it to make sense? What if it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to fit any kind of figuring that we could possibly do in human form. And what if it's not about our lives making sense? What if that's just a story we've bought? Now, 
it's really nice, yes, when some things make sense. However, what really makes sense to you could be very different from what makes sense to anybody else, and vice versa, of course. So what does make sense to you? And have you played with letting yourself become acquainted with what makes sense to you and how things make sense to you? Do you require them to make sense in a linear way? Or do you just sort of get the aesthetics of things or the energetics of things? And if you do, have you basically said in somewhere in your own universe that there's something wrong with that? And do you keep trying to find a way to make it make sense according to someone else's standards or definitions? And if you're doing that, do you think that might be a little crazy? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just maybe a teeny tiny bit. <clears throat> so what do we do when we go, oh, I must be crazy. I need to, I, this is this is ridiculousness, and I shouldn't be thinking this. I, you know, this isn't the way it's supposed to be um, because it's not matching something that I'm hearing other people talk about or it's not matching what other people are experiencing. It's not matching what I see out in the world. What do you do? Do you start to look for something else to hold on to? Oh, that's that's kind of the normal thing <laughs> from what I see. And so we kind of pick up another person's story or another organization's story, okay? So we try these things on for size. And there is not one single itty-bitty or great big thing wrong about that. Uh, what I get is that that's kind of what we come here to do is try things on for size and play with these different energies and see what really resonates for us. But a lot of us, we don't do that seeing how it resonates part. We just kind of dive into uh, a belief structure, a set of beliefs or or a some kind of structure. <clears throat> and I had a conversation about the seduction of structure <laughs> a few weeks ago as well. I think that one was right after Enemy Mind. Uh, but within the last month, we've had some very interesting conversations, um, <clears throat> all around things having to do with really getting kind of to that raw and vulnerable, cracked wide open kind of space with ourselves. And we do want, we, we have this knack for structure. We have this, um, we tend to want to go to structure. So we look for, oftentimes, uh, another story, another something that is put into a nice, tidy package to explain what we're experiencing. Yeah? And what do you find when you do that? <laughs> I find that um, eventually we're going to hit a speed bump or two or 55. And oftentimes, uh, for a lot of us who are pretty... Um, energetically quick or what you could call also I've heard it referred to as empathic or more energy-based, if you want to say it that way, um, or more intuitive or more sensitive, however you want to word it. What I find is that that usually happens pretty quickly because we start to notice the inconsistencies and we start to notice the things that don't resonate. Yeah. So have you played with that? Have you have you found yourself doing that? And that's what I'm kind of that's what I'm putting into this 
term of how we're trading one kind of crazy for another. That we're really spending a lot of time trading our crazies and we're not really claiming what is available to us to, to claim and really own it for ourselves. So the first piece, what if this isn't crazy? Okay. What if nothing about what you're experiencing is really crazy? I mean, yes, we could call it crazy. We could use the word crazy um, like crazy awesome, <laughs> right? <laughs> or crazy cool. Um, and what I see happen is that a lot of people, they don't want to be called crazy. So while we can like make our little funny comments about it, for many people there are some memories, not necessarily all of them cognitive or conscious memories, but there are a number of memories that being referred to as crazy meant you would get in some very unpleasant trouble. Not that there's really pleasant kinds of trouble you could get into, but very intense trouble, like being locked away for being crazy. And how many of us have had how many lifetimes in which we have been declared crazy by others because we were bringing information into bearing in a way that didn't match how others had said it should come in or it should be or that it should make sense how they should say it how they I'm doing air quotes said it should make sense and therefore we were deemed crazy unsound unstable infirm flawed or damaged and we were locked away. Or we were tortured and killed. Yeah, a lot of charge around that. So if you have a memory of that, would you just acknowledge it and keep breathing, first of all? And if you have no memory of that, very cool. <laughs> awesome. And would you acknowledge that and keep breathing? And what if the information that is coming through is just that? It's just information. You don't have to do anything with it. Just acknowledge it. Yeah? <sighs> I'm taking a breath, too. I actually have lots of memory, lots of awareness that I've played in many lifetimes in ways that were deemed crazy. And um, that did not bode well for me in certain societies <laughs> in the role that I was playing at whatever time and space I was being. So, yeah, a lot of us have that awareness. So how many of us have this um, kind of secret fear that we've kept in place of being called crazy? Mm -hmm. So what could we do to change that now? to begin to change that now. Yeah, wow. Maybe just choose to acknowledge, wow, look what I chose. Look how I chose to play. And what if we, we made no need for any wrongness or rightness about what we chose or how we chose it? What if we just acknowledged, look what I chose. Huh, that was an interesting choice. Wow. So, my beautiful friends, 
Wow. Thank you for your bravery and your courage to even look at this, to even begin to play with this. I'm so appreciating it. And um, I sense we might want to just take a collective breath here. So let's have a wee bit of a break (laughs) and we'll come back and we'll dive into more crazy and we'll look for some of the how do we really turn this around how do we change where we can see this from i love to do this thing called shifting your perspective and shattering your limitations and not because that has to be hard work to do it's just when you change the way you look at something as dr wayne dyer reminded us (laughs) the thing you're looking at changes so what quantum uh, energies, what quantum effects can we be with all of this around the topic of crazy? And I know that you know something. I wonder if you know what you know yet. So <laughs> let's take a breath, take a little break. You're listening to Living Beyond Linear with myself, Keisha Clark, and my Lila Rue here at my side. We are on Inspired Voices Network talking about trading crazies, and we will be right back. be like to function from the entirety of your existence what if you included all of you in the creation of your life the strange the wonderful and everything in between with no expectation that it make any sense Keisha Clark invites you to living beyond linear radio show an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating living and loving our lives Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613 613- 800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, sideways forwards, or however you got here, to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear. I'm Keisha Clark here with Melinda Rue. We're talking about trading crazies today. And wow, uh, are you playing with, have you called whatever you've brought in whatever you are aware of and the way that energy information and whatever comes to you have you made that crazy (laughs) and have you bought into that you shouldn't do it that way Hmm. so what do we do we often go to picking another something to quote-unquote believe in or um, buy into if you will Um, so where I see this really uh, pronounced, <laughs> really obviously happening, and I'm going to push a few buttons. I am aware of this. And if you're willing to just hear this information, I would be grateful. And you're not obl- obligated to hear it. So where I see this play out pretty dynamically and dramatically <laughs> is Uh, in this thing we call the world religions. And I'm fascinated by this. Um, There's so much psychology and just 
oh my gosh, all kinds of social, um, behavioral um, information and data, like inter, what I call entwined in this um, throughout our story. And what I notice is there are so many stories. Now, let me just ask you, were you one of the kids in church or Sunday school, whichever kind of church or Sunday school that was relative to where you grew up and who you grew up with, um, were you one of the kids who was always questioning, <laughs> whether it was in your mind or out loud, what you were being told? Like, did you find yourself in the congregation or in the classes listening to the information presented, but having sense that something didn't quite line up? And you didn't really have a sense of how it didn't line up or what didn't line up, but you just had that that intuitive hit, right? And yes, Rhonda, <laughs> in the chat room, she said, yeah, mine was always, this shit doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, even at four, we can have that. I did. This shit doesn't make sense. I didn't really say the word shit at four, but <laughs> that perfectly describes where I was with with my awareness at that point. It's like, wait a minute. That's not, that just doesn't jive, right? Now, for many of us, we just heard these things enough times and the repetition kind of created that neural pathway and we bought it, right? But for a lot of us, that didn't work. And it doesn't matter if it, if it worked or not. It's not about that you shouldn't, um, this is not about rebelling. This is just about looking at the information and let's look at the experience. And and really acknowledge, were you aware of something, even at that whatever age, two years, four years, eight years, nine years, 15, that you had this awareness, even though you were surrounded by people who were all shaking their head yes, or most of them anyway, that you knew something was not quite resonating but you just didn't really have an outlet or a way to explore your question marks. And if you ask questions, you kind of got the party line. Yeah, I heard a lot of that. There were lots of becauses, and that was usually followed by some very strange, but usually worked for most people, justification <laughs> of the story or the interpretation of the story, right? Now, what I find fascinating, endlessly so, is that within the the essence of each of these stories, there is this really interesting theme that we do find that is about light and love and expansion and consciousness and the magic of us in whatever words relative to the story that they use, right? And yet, then there's all these layers of invented stuff put around that essence. Now, let me just ask you. So if you have something that you're aware of, and hmm, how do I say this? 
you have something that you become aware of and you start to play with, is this true for you? You're just kind of looking at it. You're just exploring it. You're just asking questions. Is it normal for people to, well, let me ask you this. I'll keep it in first person. Does it feel normal to you to start inventing things to put into the mix of your awareness and creating a story? And does it really resonate for you to then ask other people to believe it the way you're creating it? Does that feel a little bit weird? (laughs) Strange? Off? Yeah. It's And yet, this is pretty common (laughs) with a lot of the stories around the world that led to many of what we know as the world religions. And I'm not making any of them wrong. What I love about them, in part, is that, as I said, at the essence of each of them is the the acknowledgement of and the reference to our light and our truth and our awesomeness and our limitlessness, our power and our potency. But what I see beyond, in addition to that, not beyond, but in addition to that, is that very often stories were created that made lots of loops that we had to jump through to get to it. Now, I don't know about you, but when I see a baby come into the world, I cannot help but have the sense and the awareness that that being is perfect, no matter how they're showing up. They begin perfection. How do we then take that perfection and begin to put so many limitations on it and call that normal or sane. Now that's what's crazy to me. And yet, we go around thinking we're crazy and looking for something to remedy that. So we then buy into many of these stories. (laughs) And it's nothing wrong with buying into the story. I don't see it, however, creating relief or ease for so many people. I see it create more intensity and more judgment (laughs) and more um, challenge and difficulty and struggle. Because they're trying to see how the story fits. They're trying to like fit their life into the story. But it doesn't work. And how do I know this? I tried it. Now, for for many people, it works for however long it works for them. And that is totally fine and appropriate to whatever they desire to choose. I chose it for a long time. I've actually chosen it for many lifetimes, is my awareness. <laughs> and I've been heavily invested in some of these stories in many of my lifetimes. And I'm aware of that, too. And this circles into one of my favorite questions. What would it be like to function from the entirety of our existence? 
and you hear that every time we go to commercial break. It's in it's in the beginning of my promotional piece on my commercial break, and that's a story that I, that's that's a question that I play with often, that has allowed me to see so many things so differently when I'm looking at okay, if I was functioning from the entirety of my existence, if I was letting myself have the awareness of more than this one story or this one explanation or this one formula, what else am I really aware of here? What else am I willing to remember and bring forward or bring into this moment of my awareness? Right? Everybody take a breath. (laughs) Yeah. So, if more of us began to be willing to function from this awareness beyond the stories, we might feel like we're choosing to be crazy or acting crazy, and yet, is that really something that could be insane? Now, I also looked up sanity <laughs> and um it's it was kind of, i don't know there wasn't really a big whoa when i when i kind of perused this again i'm on the online etymology dictionary and sanity as a noun is really referring to health um healthy sane soundness is what it's talking about, and such as in the reference to soundness of mind. I think it's interesting we have another reference to the mind. (laughs) What have we made the mind that it isn't, and what have we never allowed the mind to be that it totally could be? Hmm, just a question to play with. Um, Sane, as an adjective, um, this is interesting. It just says it's a back formation from sanity or else from the Latin uh, S-A-N-U-S, which also refers to sound or healthy. Okay. Um, so, like, insanity doesn't have this big fancy meaning. Uh, now, in the modern dictionary, it has its own references. Uh, but it, you know, there's this thing we make about being crazy or being sane, it's kind of seeming like we blew it way out of proportion. <laughs> now, I've met a number of people who choose to be very distracted, which is another form of crazy that I see in the world. We just stay distracted. And often we're distracted into one of these stories. A lot of the stories that we make up and take on and buy into, they serve to keep us distracted. And that's a great tactic. A lot of people spend a lot of their lives in distraction. I've spent a good portion of my life and probably many of my lifetimes in distraction. And it does feel like craziness, like insanity. There doesn't seem to be soundness of mine or anything else when I'm in the distraction. But I've traded different forms of distraction, I can tell you. I've traded many crazies in my lifetime. And so... What I'm, what I'm really wanting us to be willing to play with, what I would love for us to be willing to play with, is all of the things that we might have deemed crazy that actually 
might not be crazy in the way we thought we were declaring it. Like, if the way that information naturally occurs for you, if the way that you naturally or organically receive your awareness is so different, or even a little bit different, are you required to make that a wrongness? Are you required to really make it anything? Are you required to have any kind of point of view about it? Not really. (laughs) Yeah. And so, would you be willing to start playing with that? And yes, I do have uh, some motive for asking you that question. Um, Part of what I'm seeing in the world, part of what a lot of us are seeing going on in this particular point in our story is not something we find enjoyable. And for a lot of us, it kind of feels like, oh no, not again. Or some version of that. And one of the things that I notice is when we are refusing to let me let me approach this a little bit differently. We often hear the phrase about it has something to do with you must remember uh, or we're doomed to repeat history or history is doomed to repeat itself, something like that. Now, this is intriguing to me. Um, I find that often what we're referring to remembering is remembering these horrible things that we've chosen And the belief is that if we keep remembering those horrible things and holding ritual for them, that that will actually keep us from doing horrible things to each other again. Let me put a slightly different possibility into the mix here. If we're remembering the horrible things that we've chosen, where is the space for us to get into what else we could choose that isn't horrible? Now, I get that where that statement often comes from about it's it's imperative that we remember or we're doomed to repeat our history. Um, and again, I'm not, that's not a direct quote, but I get that a lot of you are familiar with the phrase I'm referring to. I know that where a lot of people are, the perspective many people have when they're saying that is that you remember these horrible things so that you will choose something better, so that you will never choose that again. And yet, look around and look at our history, if you would. Not so that you can have a point of view about it, other than just to simply look at this. Is this really working? Is it really working? And what if we were choosing to remember not the horrible things, and this is not about doing away with memorial services at all. This is really about going bigger with what we remember. But We've called it crazy oftentimes to do that. But 
let me just kind of be a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't need to call it something. But let me just throw this little monkey wrench in here for you. Um, is remembering the horrible things really encouraging us, inspiring us, or empowering us to create and keep choosing something amazing? Now, for some people, we could say, yes, I get that. And yet, if we really look at this, is it working? And if we were maybe willing to remember beyond the last 500 years, beyond the last 1,500 years, beyond the last 2,500 years, (laughs) if we were willing to remember beyond what the calendar tells us, what else could we actually acknowledge that maybe could inspire us and empower us and actually enable us to create very different realities with each other? I wonder, and would we be willing to know that, or are we just going to call that crazy so that we don't choose it? while we're, in the meantime, choosing something that's actually really crazy. Yeah. So now that I have you pleasantly confused, (laughs) or not, (laughs) and um, I kind of get, now that I have you looking at something, um, I'm going to give you a minute to look at that. So, yeah, what could you be willing to be aware of? And trust me when I tell you, this conversation is going somewhat differently than what I had imagined. And of course, that's what I love about getting to have these conversations. I can do all of the preparation imaginable, and still, when the show begins and we go live and the music comes on, something very unique to what is desiring to be showing up actually starts to bubble, and that's that's what we get to play with. So how cool is that? (laughs) For some people, that's crazy. For me, that's just another radio show on Fridays. (laughs) So you are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my lovely Lilla Rue. You're hearing her in the background. And we are talking about trading crazies. We're here on Inspired Choices Network, and we're having a really fun time looking at crazy. So join us after the break. We'll be right back. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613 
888-888-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back, forward, sideways, or however you got here. We are in the next segment of a Living Beyond Linear radio show with me, Keisha Clark, and my little Rue here talking about trading crazies. Wow. How you doing, friends? <laughs> I know. It gets kind of crazy, this kind of conversation, doesn't it? Just a little bit. It feels like you might be just creating crazy. And <laughs> I wonder if we could just be willing to let ourselves have a different awareness about crazy. Yeah. And what if crazy is just a part of this, right? Hmm. What if crazy is a part of the process? Um, mm, yeah. So just a couple of things before we dive all the way back in. Um, if you are around the Dallas-Fort Worth area this weekend, that's October 14th and 15th, um, and, and you haven't like already booked your weekend completely solid, um, I am inviting you to come and play with me and some really awesome people in Addison, Texas, which is just slightly north of the Dallas area. Um, it's one of the north suburbs of Dallas. And um, we're going to be at the Addison Wellness Expo. And wow, it is a huge event. It's two days. It's both Saturday and Sunday from, I believe it's 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, you can get tickets online or at the door. You can get discounts if you go online and do cool stuff. And I'm going to be getting to share a table with my sister goddess, Rhonda Burns. She's going to be bringing her handprint analysis, analysis awesomeness. <laughs> And I will be offering my own awesomeness with my readings and such. We both will have some very cool things that you can actually uh, get some really great offers if you are there to purchase at the event. And we'll be doing some really cool stuff at our table. So um, there's also going to be, oh, amazing, just, gosh, jewelry and practitioners and all kinds of products, all kinds of services, all kinds of cool stuff, all kinds of things you can wear. Um, and eat, and play with, and oh my goodness. So if you're in the area, come have some fun with us. You don't have to come to both days. You could just pick one or the other, Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> um, and if you want to do both, that's fine too. Uh, but we will be there. That's tomorrow, uh, 14th and 15th of October. And if you're hearing this as a replay, um, maybe just you know plan to come to Dallas next October. Or I think there is an event in the spring, but you know October's when we have really actually quite nice temperatures here in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to put that on your book. Um, and if you have any, um, wow, it just if you're curious about what it might be like to play with me at all, again, you can always email me, Keisha at Living Beyond Linear. Um, find me on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear. And um, I always have some fun stuff going on. I always have some offers that I'm playing with. And if you don't see any of that, you can just ask, <laughs> and I'm happy to share with you. Um, so I love to work uh, in private with people, in groups with people. Um, I also offer different bodywork possibilities. If you're here locally, you can come play with me. Or when you're in town locally, you can come play. I have a place for that. And we just, I just, oh, man, I feel like super duper privileged to get to do what I do and um, create magic with people. 
and and it's not that I'm creating the magic. It's it's I love witnessing people allowing themselves to begin to acknowledge their own magic. That's just freaking cool for me. So how did I get so lucky? <laughs> oh, I chose it. Cool. All right, I'm going to keep choosing that. And I wonder what you might keep choosing. Um, are you going to keep choosing crazy? Or are you going to keep choosing maybe crazy awesome? Or you maybe start choosing crazy awesome? And what could crazy awesome be for you? So I'm going to let me loop a few things together here. I was referring to different world religions um, in the previous segment, and where I wanted to just kind of kind of stitch this together or nicely put it together is uh, how many of us uh, have played with going into different belief structures? You know, um, we we play in one group, and then we go play in another group, and then we go play in another group, and I I did this. And what I found was that there was a point in each one of them that I went, oh, that doesn't work for me. Oh, because that doesn't really resonate. And it was usually when it became about all of these conditions and all of these um, rules that had to do with things that were far more relative to what humans want to do. <laughs> and they didn't seem to have anything to do with um, what we might call source creation or source creator. And I started to get clear for me that when it when that kind of thing showed up, it didn't work. It no longer worked for me. And it I didn't make enemies. I just knew that oh, it was time to to explore more. Now, at first I was kind of invested in each of those stories. And that is where I would say I was just trading I was doing a version of trading crazies because I was looking for something to explain things to me. And then it began to shift. And it became more about how can I play with this? Like what information is here for me to partake? And and then whatever information that's here that really doesn't apply to my life, what if I just chose to not pick it up? to not get invested. And that's where things begin to shift. It was a process, and it, it, took, a, it took a few years, more than just a few, um, because there was such a training of you have to buy into something to be doing your life correctly. Like you have to subscribe to whatever belief structure, okay? whatever that could be. And and that includes new age, metaphysical, um, you know, spiritual, all of it. Okay. But when I reached the point that things began to show up that had to do with the politics of those stories, if you will, <laughs> the things that we were supposed to do or we weren't being good practitioners of those stories, that's when a red flag would go on the field for me. So so here's my thing, friends, because we're coming down to our last few minutes. What I desire for this conversation to open up for you is, are you willing to look at what you've called crazy? And are you willing to acknowledge where you're driving yourself crazy, trying to make something fit, if you're doing this, 
trying to make something fit or trying to make you fit into some story that really doesn't work for you. That's that's really the thing that drives us crazy. And I see a lot of us doing this. And I would love to be an invitation, an inspiration, or just a, you know, uh, an instigation <laughs> that that maybe just throws this a little bit off kilter for you. And and for however it does it, would you be willing to look at this from a different perspective and give yourself more space to play with it? Yeah? That's really, that's really what I desire to see going on, is more of us stopping the insanity of buying into the stories and then choosing things in our life to defend that story that creates so much freaking havoc in our world and in our collective world. So what could you choose to play with this week that would maybe be something different than trading crazies? And would you be willing to look at everywhere that you have concluded you're being crazy and just ask, is this crazy or is this really just something that really works for me? And what do I really know here? What do I really know about this? What am I truly aware of? Are great questions to open some doors or some windows in your universe to get some new information. And everywhere you've made being called crazy something you can that just cannot happen because it's like a death sentence, what if you just explored how much fun could you have with crazy? And my awareness is it's highly likely you will find the thing you're calling crazy is actually where you might actually have a whole lot more fun in your life if you were willing to play with it. And the thing that you're trying to make real and true for you is really where the crazy is that isn't fun for you. And what else could you be aware of this week? So trade them, play with them, turn them in, get a refund or get the t-shirt, make dust rags, whatever you want to do. Have fun with your crazy in the way that it works for you, my friends. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week, Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.